Millions of people have lost weight with personalized plans from Noom, like Evan, who can't stand salads and still lost 50 pounds. Salads generally for most people are the easy button, right? For me, that wasn't an option. I never really was a salad guy. That's just not who I am. But Noom worked for me. Get your personalized plan today at Noom.com. Real Noom user compensated to provide their story. In four weeks, the typical Noom user can expect to lose one to two pounds per week. Individual results may vary. This podcast is for entertainment purposes only and does not replace your own financial, tax, legal, or financial product advice. If you've watched the show on Paramount Plus, 1883, it's the prequel to the amazing show Yellowstone. It shows you what the Wild West was like in 1883. Now, basically what happened, a lot of settlement in the United States was on the East Coast, and then law and order slowly moved west as time progressed. Now, that shows a really good indication and a really good explanation of actually what the Wild West was. There was just no law. There was no order. Anything went. If you were sick or if you found someone who was sick, just give them some lead therapy right to the head. If, for example, someone was playing up, again, lead therapy straight to the head. Like, this stuff was wild. And excuse the crassness of lead therapy, but hey, it was the Wild West and anything went. And there's some strong correlations there between the Wild West and what we're seeing in crypto markets at the moment because there's actually no rules. A lot of the coins out there, they're not regulated. There's probably over 12,000 different coins that you can purchase. A lot of them don't have any use at all. Uh, It's all speculation. It's just like gambling. And the funny thing is like we, and and I'll get to a bit more of the crypto thing and, and why this bloodbath is actually different uh, than some other corrections. But like, we're not living in normal times, right? We are coming out of a pandemic. And if you remember, in 2020, the pandemic, there was the stock market crash, and it was a very sharp V-shaped recovery. So, big sell-off, uncertainty, what's going on, then recovered. And then all the big tech stocks, you know, your Zoom, Netflix, Microsoft, Apple, Alphabet or Google, uh, you could throw Tesla in there because they were hot for a a minute or five. Uh, We saw this big rally in tech stocks in and coming out of the United States. So, just think that's going on. People would like getting 30% returns in a month in different portfolios, right? Then we have a look really close to home. We were seeing a shortage of things, particularly here in Australia. And to be honest, all around the world, like uh, secondhand cars were selling for more than what people paid for them. I had a Prado and I sold for more than what I paid for it. My current car, I can sell for more than what I paid for it and it's five years old. That's not normal. It also isn't really normal to have to, you know, wait on stuff, but we have to because we've got supply chain issues. We've got issues with microchips uh, coming out of factories in China and Japan. So, there's big supply chain issues, which is making things not normal. With all that happening, 
We've also got inflation getting ahead of us. We've got interest rates rising. And usually when the stock market is volatile and it's moving around, over the last handful of years, we've said, look, it's it's okay because, you know, all the other structural things in the economy are, are fine. Like there isn't much debt in, you know, particularly the Australian economy. Uh, there isn't much household debt. Things are good. Interest rates are low. Lots of people in work. Inflation's fine. But now what we're seeing, all these things that aren't normal, it's one thing to say that they're not normal, but it's second, the important thing to say, number two is, the structural things of the economy this time around are also aren't as strong as they used to be, with inflation going crazy, wages not keeping up with the inflation. Like, it's wild, right? So, things, as much as things got crazy, like through COVID squeeze and everyone's subscribing to Zoom, everyone's getting Netflix, everyone's working from home and needing to get stuff delivered by Amazon. Like, that happened pretty fast. Like, it was a pretty fast ramp up to that, right? And now, things will now slowly get back to normal. You won't be able to sell your secondhand car as things get back to normal for more than what you pay for it. Because at times like this, it is a moment in time and things, when things aren't normal, they don't stay that way for a prolonged period of time. So, we are seeing markets cool off because things are getting back to normal on one thing. But in terms of the other side of the coin, we're seeing things cool off because of inflation and interest rates, right? So, lots going on here. And that's why every time we talk about our investing strategy, we need to, if in doubt, scroll out, okay? We need to always understand that our five-year investment strategy shouldn't change on the whim of some short-term market volatility. So, lots going on out there. But what I want to talk today, uh, and I, I wanted to jump on today and talk about, was this whole crypto thing. And if you've been online, uh, you might have seen some stuff on Instagram. You may have seen some stuff on Twitter. Uh, this might be the first time you're hearing of it. But, and, you know, here's one for the finance bros. You know what I mean? Like, yeah, yeah we're getting rich. Well, things are cooling off in crypto land. And- It's actually fascinating to see because crypto was supposed to be the answer to all this crap that I've been talking about with inflation, with interest rates. It was supposed to be separate, right? (laughs) But how come it's reacting the same as normal financial markets? I don't know. Maybe because humans are involved. But what I want to get at is things aren't normal and they're flowing into crypto markets. Now, I've said for some time- and in fact, if you, st- I still think, you know, the concept of cryptocurrency, the concept of blockchain, all that stuff, it's here to stay. I'm not anti it. I'm anti stupidity and putting all your money into one speculative investment basket. I'm totally anti that. So having said all that, crypto, it's probably here to stay. It is here to stay, right? The technology is here to stay. But what we need to understand is we don't want to put all our eggs in one basket. I actually, I was on a cryptocurrency podcast recently and I had, a, I had a good chat with the host and it's kind of funny in the whole crypto world because there's so much dogma, there is so much hype, 
There is so much like tunnel vision that it's the answer to everyone's problems. If you're not 120% for it, you're seen as against it. And I was on a crypto podcast recently and I was just basically saying my usual pragmatic self like, yeah, I don't think it's going anywhere. I hold some crypto myself. Uh, I would be cautious to put, you know, more than, you know, 10% of your net worth or, you know, I'm just very gun shy. Uh, I don't think we should be calling it an investment because it's just all speculation. I'm just saying this pragmatic stuff about cryptocurrency that I had been saying for years. <laughs> but the host is like, oh, this is good to have a robust discussion. I'm like, this is not a robust discussion. I'm agreeing that, you know, crypto is here to stay. I'm agreeing that um, it's probably got a long-term case. I'm just not putting 100% of my money in it. And then another person emailed me, oh, I heard you on the podcast from another crypto um, provider, Crypto World. And he said, oh, it was good to hear a robust discussion. I'm like, well, it wasn't robust. I'm just, so this is the whole thing, right? And I do a, an online course, Cryptocurrency for Beginners. And if you haven't done it, I don't even know how much it is. We'll put in a link in the show note and I might just put it on sale for, you know, the next 24 hours half price or something. But like I've been saying, we just need to have a cold shower when it comes to this stuff. And the minute you want cryptocurrency, investing in shares, investing. We had someone email the podcast the other day, want us to um, talk about investing in bottles of wine and all this stuff. And I'm like, no, go away. As soon as you have this stuff, to be the answer to all your financial problems, you are in danger. So on the introduction to cryptocurrency course, part of uh, the stuff that I talked about on there was uh, stable coins. So a stable coin, it's basically different to a, I don't know, think of uh, Bitcoin. You might be able to buy something with Bitcoin or you go and trade it for um you know, is a currency, right? So basically what a stable coin is, it's a cryptocurrency coin, like a, a smart token. And there's an algorithm in the background that pins the price of the stable coin to the USD. So in theory, I can log into my crypto exchange. I can then swap a thousand US dollars for a thousand of, and there's a few stable coins. I think there's um, Tether, there's uh, a USD coin, there's um, a Binance USD. So there's, you know, stable coins. They're, they're there. I might park money in a stable coin if I want to transfer it between different uh, exchanges or wallets. Uh, and in fact, I've got some money, maybe only a thousand US dollars in um, Tether at the moment. And I should log in and check it. So the current scandalous thing that's happened with crypto over the last couple of days, I'll tell you right after this break. If you're after personal financial advice, don't get it from a podcast. If you would like help based on your own personal situation, head over to sortyourmoneyout.com, click get help, and we'd be happy to introduce you to one of our trusted advisors. Our panel of advisors, mortgage brokers, and accountants work with clients all over Australia so they can connect with you wherever you are. That's sortyourmoneyout.com and click get help. 
Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else, even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash people today. Quality sleep is essential. That's why the Sleep Number Smart Bed is designed for your ever-evolving sleep needs. Need a bed that's firmer or softer on either side? Helps you sleep at a comfortable temperature? Sleep Number Smart Beds let you individualize your comfort, so you sleep better together. J.D. Power ranks Sleep Number number one in customer satisfaction with mattresses purchased in-store. And now, save 50% on the Sleep Number Limited Edition Smart Bed for a limited time. For J.D. Power 2023 award information, visit jdpower.com slash awards. Only at a Sleep Number store or sleepnumber.com. Okay, stablecoins. The scandal thing that's happened that's absolutely rocked the crypto world is that there was a stablecoin called Terra USD. That's different than the one I was talking about, Tether, T-E-T-H-E-R, that I own, Tether. There's one called Terra USD, which is T-E-R-R-A. It is backed by Bitcoin and used to trade one US dollar, right? It's linked to an algorithm backed by Bitcoin. I'm just making this really simple to keep the price at a dollar US. This coin has plunged about 73% in recent days. They reckon there could be US $14 billion of Terra USD has vaporized as a result. But we're living in 1883 here. It's the Wild West. I could shoot someone. No one would ever know about it. Crypto, we're online unregulated, wild west. What's going to happen? Nothing. You're going to lose your money. So, there you have it. Wild, right? Something that was advertised as being a stable coin has effectively dropped 70%. Wild, right? No ramifications. Lots of other coins have had the biggest spanking. Uh, so, Bitcoin from the peak of 68,000 US in late 2021, it's dropped about 63% to 25,000 US dollars a coin. So, if you wanted to buy about one Bitcoin, it's getting a bit more affordable. So, yeah. The, so, the question is, what do we do with all this information? Well, what we do is we need to understand that anything related to cryptocurrency is highly speculative. Sure. It could be the future. We don't know when. We don't know how much um, value it's going to be. We don't know if, uh, so Bitcoin being the biggest cryptocurrency with the most amount of value, we don't know if that will be the usual uh, coin that's traded and everyone uses in 20 years. We don't know. We know the technology is probably going to be there, but we just don't know what the future is. So if we bring it right back to our personal finances, like how much crypto should someone hold? Well, 
if you have done the introduction to cryptocurrency course, I kind of tell people as a guide, maybe not more than 10% of your net worth in cryptocurrency, right? Because if you had thousands of dollars parked in Bitcoin overnight down and overnight, I'll say six months, right? Because if we're calling cryptocurrency an investment, investments aren't for 10 minutes, They're for 10 years, they're for seven years, they're for five years. So, that's what I'm getting at where I don't call cryptocurrency and buying coins an investment because I invest in equities, I invest in property, I buy Australian dollars, I buy US dollars when I go overseas. I don't invest in Australian dollars. So, if crypto is a currency, well, I'm not investing in currency. If you think it's a long-term play and you want to park some money there for the future, Sure, it's a speculative play. I just don't think calling it an investment is what it is. And that's fine. If you're like watching this on YouTube or listening to this on the podcast and you're like the biggest finance bro and you know more than me, that's all good. You do you. So, you've really got to, and this is just like such an example with all these bloody coins getting absolutely spanked. I mean, I this is crazy, right? I sold out most of my profits at the end of last year at the the heights and one of the projects I was messing around with and I'll be honest, I made a fair amount of money. I was just playing around. I've got a friend in the States. We've got a, a chat group with a few of us, mainly some friends in the States and we, we just talk about this stuff because don't get me wrong, I'm interested in all this stuff. I'm keen. I'm just not dogmatic. I'm not just thinking crypto is the answer to all my problems. Oh, that's a robust discussion and comment. (laughs) No, I just know that it's highly speculative. So, yeah, one of the projects I was in, you know, this token was trading at, actually, I'll get it up now while I have a look at it. Here we go. Go to this uh, coin gecko app, which gives us all the prices. I'll search the coin. Here we go. So, in December last year, this coin project, when I sold most of the money out, was worth about $500 a token. It did get up to $1,100. Today, it's worth $10 a token. Imagine if I had $50,000 in that and it was a big chunk of my net worth. That money is evaporated. It's never coming back. There's no way on the planet that project, that token is getting back to that amount. No way. And I'll give you a a really, I I don't talk about my own money much, but people probably like, I wonder how much money Glenn holds in crypto. Well, I'm just going to get a calculator out for one second. Yeah, it is about that. I hold a very small amount relative to my net worth. My total allocation to all cryptocurrency is well under $20,000. Most of that is profit. So, basically what I did when everything was going nuts last year, I took all my capital out and left um, house money profits in there, right? So, Glenn James has well under $20,000. 
in cryptocurrencies, right? We just read that, so Bitcoin has lost 53%. I haven't even opened my freaking account. It's probably worth 10 grand now, but we'll say it's 20 grand. If my net worth was $500,000, so everything that Glenn James owns, my house, my super, my cars, my investment properties, my business, all that stuff. If everything that I owned was worth $500,000, that's only 4% of my net worth. That's how much I have allocated to cryptocurrencies. And let me tell you, I'm worth a lot more than $500,000. So for me, I am interested in this stuff. I do want to have my toe in the water. Have I made money from it? Yes. But it's not the answer to all my problems. And now that everyone holding crypto has been violently spanked, if I had $100,000, $200,000 of my own money, okay, if I, if I was worth $2 million, right? If I was worth $2 million and I had $200,000 in there, that's a lot on a human level. And I couldn't, I, even if I was worth $10 million and I had 200 grand in there, on a human level, to lose a $100,000 is just wild. So, yeah, I, I just always caution, be careful, make sure this crap isn't the answer to all your problems. What do you think? I've probably lost half of my money, but realistically, it was profit anyway. So, the account's down. I don't know. I, in the last six months, I've given more money away than what I hold in crypto. That's how much I have. And, and this is, hear me loud and clear. I'm not against cryptocurrency. I'm not against the future of money. I'm not against blockchain. I'm not against anyone. I'm against not using the basic principles of risk and return and diversification. That's it. For everyone who put $1,000 in, what's that, Dogecoin and made a million dollars, they've probably all lost their money anyway because they thought they were special and a speculative investor and trader and time's the ultimate flusher with speculation. Time's the ultimate flusher with gambling. Time's the ultimate flusher with lottery tickets. I mean, I said in the crypto course, like of the 12,000 coins that there might be that we know about that's actually on exchanges and isn't DeFi, I'm not putting all my hopes and dream in a project called Cum Rocket with little cummy tokens. I'm not doing it. Oh, Glenn, you're so robust with your discussions. I'm like, no, I'm just trying to be practical. And if you have lost some money, some serious money, and I know people, I text the guy today, he's lost like three to $4,000 just in one token. That's real money. I'm sorry that that happened to you, but I just want you to learn the basic concepts of speculation, risk, reward, and yeah, well, I've outstayed my welcome. Just thought I'd jump on, have a bit of a chat about this stuff. I'm happy to be wrong. Like, if you think I'm wrong, awesome. Probably am. 
I don't know anything. I'm just, I'm sitting in my freaking garage. I've got no idea. But you do you. That's fine. Totally fine. And if you don't want to buy any cryptocurrency, don't. I'm not saying anyone should. I think it's, it's got a case for the future, but we're just not there yet as a society. I don't think. Could be wrong. I mean, we're probably getting there on the tech side of things. I mean, you know, the NFTs and all that stuff. One day when you buy your tickets from Ticketek to go to um, Harry Styles, they will be sending you NFT tickets, smart contracts, so that you just can't forge them. Done. Bam. On the blockchain. Ticketek will have their own blockchain. Like this stuff is not going anywhere. But all this crap that's happening and people losing their money, it's really unfortunate. And I hope you've learned a hard lesson. And if you have, I'm really sorry that you lost some money, but you deviate from the uh, the track, might be some dangerous things out there. And if you do find my solo rant somewhat offensive, I mean, interesting, lol, uh, and you want to learn more and be more encouraged around investing in a pragmatic and, you know, cold shower type way, uh, you can jump over and subscribe to the My Millennial Investor podcast. And I do little things like this, just have a chat. And we've got some cool stuff coming up. I've got an episode next week about investing in volatile markets. There's an episode there uh, today about investing in a new green loan uh, that the Commonwealth Bank put out. There's an episode over there I want you to go and have a look at, and it's called Strategy vs. Tactics. I want you to have a listen to that, My Millennial Investor. And if you do want to learn more about the concepts of cryptocurrency, because they're not going away, click the link in the show note, and there'll be an episode there about all this crypto stuff. And there'll be a link there to our online course. There'll be a special rate for the next probably over the weekend, next three or four days. I, I have no idea. Jess will do that. But the cons... So, all this volatile stuff in markets, it up, it down, people are getting spanked left, right and center. Everything in that course is the same. The concepts are the same. We need to always learn concepts with our investing. We always need to learn concepts with our risk mitigation strategies. We always need to learn concepts with any speculation stuff like cryptocurrency. So I'll welcome you to have a listen to that. Thanks so much. I'm Glenn James. I'll see you soon. Bye. We acknowledge the dark and young people, traditional custodians of the land on which our studio sits and pay respect to their elders past and present. We extend that respect to Aboriginal and Torres Strait Islander peoples who may listen to our podcast. My Millennial Money supports A21, a charity focused on abolishing slavery and human trafficking all over the world. Check out a21.org.au for more info. If you would like some other giving options or if you're unsure about which charity you can support, head to thelifeyoucansave.org.au. This podcast is for education and entertainment purposes. Any advice is general financial advice only, which does not take into account your objectives, financial situation, or needs. Because of that, you should consider if the advice is appropriate to you and your needs before acting on the information. If you do choose to buy a financial product, read the product disclosure statement and obtain appropriate financial advice tailored to your needs. Simo Interactive, Proprietary Limited, the publisher of the podcast, is an authorized representative of Money Sherpa, Proprietary Limited, which holds financial services license 451289.
Hey, it's Danny Pellegrino from Everything Iconic. Ready to upgrade your style game without blowing your budget? Check out Quince. They've got all the good stuff, shirts and polos, activewear and fine leather goods, all at 50 to 80% less than other high-end brands. And the best part? They're all about safe, ethical and responsible manufacturing. Get that luxury vibe without the luxury price tag. Hit up quince.com slash upgrade for free shipping and 365-day returns on your next order. That's quince.com slash upgrade. Even when we're on a budget, we still deserve nice things. Quince is a place to scoop up stunning high-end goods for 50 to 80% less than similar brands. They have buttery soft cashmere sweater starting at $50, luxurious Italian leather bags, and so much more. Plus. Quince only works with factories that use safe, ethical, and responsible manufacturing. Get the high-end goods you'll love without the high price tag with Quince. Go to quince.com slash style for free shipping and 365-day returns.